She likes a podcast will listen to this our boy talk about life, news and anything interesting. Welcome back everyone to a new episode of the Chillax Podcast. I hope all of you are doing very 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 well. Today we're gonna to be talking about interesting topics on the internet and we'll be going to the Ask Reddit subreddit where you know it's a place people ask and answer thought-provoking questions and this question the person asked was what about becoming an adult caught you completely off guard? And I feel like I'm kind of in that stage right now, right? Having worked for maybe close to three years, I still feel like I'm slowly becoming an adult. And I think it doesn't happen like instantaneously. Like, ha, huh, you turn 21. You are an instantly like a adult already the next day. It doesn't work that way. It kind of comes in phases and stages, right? You turn 21, you or you turn 18. And bit by bit, you know, as life stages go on, you graduate from from a secondary school, you graduate from poly, JC, then you go into uni and you graduate. Then every step of the way, you're slowly becoming an adult. Then by the time you reach like working life, then you kind of fully become an adult already. But I think it's this slow process that you start to realize you know what being an adult feels like and what being an adult means and what being an adult kind of like like entails i would say and i think this question is quite interesting because it basically asks what about becoming an adult caught you completely off guard and some of it is quite relevant i would say the first one the person says i can do whatever the fuck i want but i don't really want to do anything and that is something that really hit home. I, I, I totally agree, man. I think when you are studying and everything, everything like there's a, there's a goal, right? There's a task you have to do. You just need to do, then you're done. Then during your free time, you go and watch some shows or something. But there's something about adulthood is that, you know, now you are free really. You are free, man. I think I mentioned this a lot of times, and especially when I, Earlier in COVID, when COVID first started and when I first graduated, I have this like huge dilemma and I think I still have it now. Now you, when you are in school, right, everything is very much paved down for you really. Like, like the, the roads are paved really. You just need to walk down the road. You just need to walk down your journey and you're done. But when you are, when you, when you are graduated really, then the situation here is different. You, have, don't, you don't really have a set path. You can do whatever the fuck you want, right? I mean, generally, that's the case. Unless your parents, like, helicopter over you and say you have to be, become a doctor or whatever shit. Lah. But overall, you can do literally what you want. And I think that was quite tough to, to accept. But I think initially, it would be like, wow, I can do whatever I want. Then you realize you have so much choices now. Technically, you don't have much choices. It's not like you can become a long year all of a sudden, right? But generally you can do whatever you want like right now i can go to mcdonald's right now and buy myself a meal or whatever and in life you can do whatever you want right but then when you can do whatever you want it just feels like you don't want to do anything and maybe it's because of the options available or it could be just life in general like just day-to-day stuff like after you done with your work you just mentally fried already and you want to watch shows then you can't really commit to it i think i generally 
have this problem and a lot of people also have a similar kind of problem where you know you don't want to commit to a show it feels very tiring because you have to you know when you start you have to go all the way right and i think just starting it is the challenge here and when the show is not super compelling or not super interesting you know you, you just don't want to start that journey right and this also means that like you're not really exploring because i can remember back then when i was like in in school i would say whatever school i was poly uni whatever it is during holidays or just during school time when i'm studying for some reason i'm very adventurous i explore i watch different kind of shows i don't feel that tiredness i don't feel that 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 sienness in that sense where i don't want to do anything when i see a new show a new anime uh, a new youtube video a new channel i'll just go in and i'll watch and i discover a lot of interest interesting shows that way and it was fun it was nice but now i just keep on going back to the same shows it's, it's like the same situation where people say i like to keep rewatching friends right or, i never watched friends before i think i watched maybe one episode i tried and i don't get it at all but there are people who just watch how i met your mother uh friends every time even though they've already seen it before and that is kind of similar here and i i can i can kind of see myself doing the same thing but i'm not really a fan of rewatching shows because i get very bored very easily but sometimes i'll go back to watching big bang theory so it's something similar like that where you just want to go to your comfort zone i don't know maybe as you grow older and you don't want to do much things i just want, i just want to stay at home but maybe it's also a a preference thing as well because there are some people that i met some friends some colleagues they want to go out every weekend and that is completely fine and normal and really it's a changing kind of behavior and lifestyle i remember when i was young i really want to go out every week but then now i just want to stay at home which is quite strange maybe it's a situation where i want to go out with people and to hang out with i want to go out with my friends but maybe i'm just getting very tired like like for some reason i just become a introvert with a social energy bar that will go down very easily maybe if i meet someone that i love that i'm interested in maybe things will happen i'll be more excited to go out but i don't know but generally i just don't want to do anything right now <laughs> yeah so that's one the next comment how clueless other adults are i really thought adults had their shit in order while in reality most people are winging it i think this really brings back uh like i remember this moment when i was at internship during university and for some reason there was this new person not really new person a person from another uh, office or agency that came to work in our agency temporarily she sat beside me and then we kind of started talking she very friendly and everything and then for some reason we talked about being adults uh, i think it's because usually when you are a uni student you are intern there's some sort of power difference but it's not really like she, she want to bully me or whatever usually people talk about ah you know student good life and whatever adults very sian usually it starts like that and i remember her saying like even now i 30 plus really i still don't really have an idea of what i want to do and then i was like hmm i don't get it i thought it's like i i, I just replied her like don't i mean at least you have more time than me right you should at least know what you want to do right because at that time 
when I was in uni, I was very clear on what I want to do really. I know that I want to go for a lot of internships, I want to get a good job, I want to climb, become manager, become director, like that was so clear. Then after I graduate, as you all know, just every, all of these things just kind of like no longer, it's no longer there. It doesn't mean anything to me anymore. My perspective and my values change for some reason when I have complete free reign over my, my future, right? And it just kind of puts me in the same situation as the person that I met. Like, if you ask, my, if, if, if you ask me now whether I want to, what I want to do in life and whatever, I mean, I can't tell you concrete steps anymore. I can just say I want to be grateful, I want to be happier, I want to explore life. And I think that's the challenge here. When, when corporate culture or when corporate world does this kind of annual review that, that they want you to set your career path. Of course, I mean, it makes sense to set like one year. Makes sense, right? Because it's very immediate. But when they ask you to set like five years, and I remember doing these kind of things in, in like in university, where you do these kind of things quite often, you do this with yourself as part of a self-help kind of thing, um, where you watch these kind of videos, where you become like, you know, very much a hustler, and when you go for coaching, you also do this kind of stuff. But, but it's like, now that I, I'm doing it, it's like, I think about it, it's, it's so hard. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, it's just, doesn't make sense anymore. I, I, can, I can say very easily, I can, all my answers are there when I was in university, but now it's just, it's just very challenging to say what I, want, what I want to do five years down the road. I just want to be happy, I would say. And perhaps maybe in some ways or another, that shouldn't be the case. And as much as I kind of acknowledge that, you know, things can go anywhere you want and shouldn't kind of set things in stone and, you know, not force yourself down the road because in uni, I try to do that. In uni, I planned five years, but it end up not really the case, right? My perspective changed. But at least you should, I should still do something about it. I should at least still have some sort of plan in mind of like, if I want to be happy, what should I do? Because I can't just keep saying, I just want to be happy. But if I don't take the necessary actions, then that's a problem, right? It doesn't have to be concrete steps. It should be like key things that I can do. Major activities, projects, or themes that I can follow to attempt to reach there. Like, example, I want to be happier. I want to explore more things in life. I want to work overseas. Something like that, roughly. So I guess that is something that I need to really, um, perhaps just, I don't know, um, just stop working on it and really stop complaining about the fact, right? I think it's just trying to wrestle with the fact of like, how do I, I mean, going, I, I, I feel that, how do I even articulate this? After I graduate from uni, I'm still trying to struggle with this whole corporate world thing. And, you know, I used to be a LinkedIn person that checks LinkedIn every day. Then now I only use LinkedIn when I have to do it for work. Otherwise, I don't really use it at all. And it's just a complete shift in mindset. Like, you know, life is... It's not just about this kind of things, right? It's not just about hustling. Life is about a lot more things. And it's just trying to find a balance between all these things. Trying to find some sort of goal, some sort of value to provide to society. Trying to find something that creates meaning in life. 
trying to find uh relationships, all these things, right? And how do I how do I like like what do I want here? How do I value all these things? How should I which button should I press and how much how many times should I press on each of these aspects, right? You know, how so it, it's quite interesting and still trying to figure out even even though as I I'm near thirties. So no worries, you young folks, if you don't know what you want, you still got time. And I am still pretty young too, as compared to 40 years old, people who are in their 40s. So still got time, um, but you should kind of seize the day, right? Yeah. Next, uh, the next comment, the person says, how little free time you have. Similar, similar theme here. Uh, you have to work, you have to prepare for work, drive to work, drive home from work. You also have to do house chores. You have to take care of kids. If you have some, when do I get to enjoy my hobbies? And I think that's the very scary part, right? When as Singaporeans, if you are still living with your parents, I mean, you still have to do some house chores. If you're lucky, you don't have to do any house chores. But I think just work itself take out a very huge part of your time, right? Just traveling to work. If you don't travel to work, you work from home. You still have to work. You're, you're traveling to work. You are basically working now. Unless you work in a, a, more, a more company, then you have a good work-life balance. But otherwise, you're going to work. You're going to prepare for work. And as an executive member, entry-level staff, it's still alright. Maybe in some situations, it's a lot more uh, intense, a lot more workload. And then as you keep going up as a manager level, sometimes it can get even more work. And then that's challenging. You have to prepare for work. You have to turn on your computer on the weekend just to clear emails. When, even when you go on leave, on your last day of leave, you are also clearing email just to get ahead of things. And then if you have to travel to work, that's the worst. Don't, I mean, you can't really drive to work, but take transport to work and then just take transport back. And then in the case where you have a house, then you have to do house, house chores as well. And you have a kids, then that's why it's kind of challenging here. For me, I made a decision not to have kids, then now at least I kind of cut down on the amount of things I have to do, right? When I have a house, then I have to do my house chores, then I have my work, that's all. So at least I have more time to, more time to enjoy my hobbies and spend time with my partner or people I love or my friends, yeah, who are single, I would say. Next comment, the person says, uh... Aging, how fast it happens. Okay, this is it's quite interesting. A lot of these comments are very similar. The person just says, Aging, how fast it happens. I'm 54 and feel like I was 30 yesterday. Don't waste your time on foolish things. It will sneak up on you. Wish I had taken better care of myself. Yeah. So I think this, this I feel that like this, I've talked a lot about this before and just have, I also talked about it just now. It's just really seizing the, seizing the day. Um, Acknowledging that you're going to grow old, your body might fail you, so you better start exercising and I, I, I really try. Lah. I think now every alternate day, I'm doing push-ups. Then eventually I'm to start maybe going for walks and then maybe, you know, start running or maybe I can just go for walks. It's fine because at least walks, going for walking is still some sort of physical activity. I just walk more lah, in this case. Yeah. So just trying to go out in the wild and live like how you biologically should be and 
I, I understand that you will help with my mental well-being, so that's not too bad. That's something that I'm trying to work towards. So that's that. Next one. You have to be intentional about joy and wonder in education. So this is something that is very important, that really hit home and something that I felt that I learned something just reading this. And I hope that you guys maybe take away from this. So anyway, the person commented, you have to be intentional about joy and wonder in education. It doesn't have to be about education as well. Also, even if things sucks, even if you don't want to give a fuck, keep being curious, keep wondering about these things, about things. But because it can get bitter real quick. So this comment is alright, but the key point here is about being intentional about joy and wonder in education. Not about education, just being intentional about joy. And another comment that really bring it home, right? Is about the intentional part. The person commented in response to this comment says, Hank Green, if you are familiar with the Fort in Our Stars, I think one of the popular teenage novels, I would say. The person Hank Green is also a YouTuber as well, if you, if you guys didn't know. The person says, uh, You will always struggle with not feeling productive until you accept that your own joy can be something you produce. It is not the only thing you will make, nor should it be, but it is something valuable and beautiful. There are two things I took from that. The person said, the commenter says, you can't be happy if you don't proactively, deliberately, purposefully work on creating joy. So this is the intentional part. Whatever shape that might take, it doesn't mean there is no joy except what you make for yourself. But it means that there is no joy without making the conscious effort to pursue it. So joy can come in different ways. It can come without action, without proactiveness, but you know, it can also come with proactiveness and conscious effort. The second comment the person, the second point the person says, the act of creating joy for yourself should not be treated as extraneous and is a meaningful part of the sum of your efforts. If you discount the effort spent as not productive, you will always feel unaccomplished because your tally will always come up short. This is also very important here that, you know, um, this is also kind of Similar run counters to the whole hustle culture thing. Like when you try and treat yourself, try and enjoy life, then you kind of look at it as, ah, I'm not being productive. Then you are selling yourself short and you will never feel accomplished. You'll never feel happy. You have to be deliberate in terms of just, even though you can deliberately take time off and try and watch a movie, try and relax, you also need to put yourself in that mindset, right? A conscious mental effort to put yourself in that zone to enjoy and acknowledge that it's not about being productive it's about um creating joy for yourself here so that is something that is very important here it's about proactiveness that i felt that it really drive home the point that this is something that i i'm lacking and as i speak of this whole being content and grateful every single episode i think this really kind of like cemented like i need to just make a choice make a decision and focus on it and take action right just be proactive what i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do and a couple of ways i can do it is just writing things down just making sure that okay what am i gonna do today to make myself happy 
these are the things that are going to make myself happy. I'm going to be in that moment. And instead of just letting it go by and just... I mean, I can just make a decision like, oh, I'm going to meet my friends. But when you go meet your friends, your mind is somewhere else. Or you don't really enjoy it. You are getting caught up with some stupid shit somewhere. You are getting distracted. You know, instead of just focusing on, on the now, right? And just being proactive. And also proactively seeking out joy. And that is something that, you know, I thought it was quite useful. And the comment even got an award, which is nice. Hopefully that one um, help, help you guys out, you know, it was relevant. Yeah, I think that's the end of this episode today. There's a lot more comments. Maybe I will come back here one day. I think I will just save this post. There's a lot of things to share and quite interesting. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, I... I'm not quite sure what, what, what I share here. I wanted to say something. Um, but anyway, um, if, you been, if you have been enjoying this podcast, consider supporting the podcast by going to the Patreon page. Or as cheap as a dollar or two dollars, you can, you know, sponsor this podcast. And just, I, I just appreciate those who are supporting, who are, all who have supported so far. You really go a long way in terms of providing financial stability, and beyond that, um, I think that's that. I, I'm just grateful that all of, all of you guys are, you know, there are people listening to this podcast. I realize that I haven't really talked about viewership. I think it has been quite some time really. I think it's also because of the fact that I, I just stopped looking at it, which is good, which is a very good thing. I remember there was one point that I got very stressed, the editing part, and at the same time, just constantly looking at the followers and the amount of plays uh, amount of downloads of episodes every week every month and now i just i barely care i every week go in take a look see how the episode performs and if it's bad if it's not super high it's fine i know sometimes i talk about taiwan or things that are very specific topics nobody not many people listen but there are still people who listen regularly um, that's fine. Those that talk about very generic, important topic like this one or just life in general or career, then there's a lot of people listening to it. Something that is like serious, right? And that's fine. Things fluctuate. Overall, when I look at the amount of people who are listening, the amount of followers, I think we are close to 600 followers. Not the biggest numbers in the world. Can't compare to Mr. Beast, can't compare to your very popular podcast however 600 is still not a small number if you think about it if you just ignore all these podcasts just think about 600 as a number on its own it's pretty huge and half of you guys are listening to the podcast almost every week and that's crazy 300 person listening to this podcast 300 you can feel one entire school hall already man and and I'm just happy. And maybe at one point in time, in, in the future, as this become bigger, you know, people might even notice me outside. I, 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 I don't think anybody knows how I look like. But if you hear my voice, you might you know, look around and see, hey, that person sounds familiar. But you as a Singaporean, you'll be too shy to come forward and ask me, hey, are you this... Uh, are you the Chillax podcaster guy? Are you our boy? Yeah, so most likely you guys will reach out, but 
if I see somebody just doing that quick turn at me or just staring at me weirdly, I would like to think that the person might find my voice familiar, which is pretty funny. Maybe one day. Because if you think, think about 300 person listening or 600 person, right? 600 out of 5 to 6 million in Singapore, it's not, it's not huge, man. It's not huge. I think the probability of us seeing each other is very, very low. Unless you are my friend. So, I don't know. Interesting, interesting thought. Yeah, I'll see you guys uh, next week. <laughs>